0: You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. 93 WIBC, Brad Kloffenstein, Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer and Nigel today. Thanks, guys, for uh, letting us take control of the hot rod. We promise we'll try to do you proud. So, uh, Carl, guess what we've got coming?
1: Are we going into that? we are hey, got to go I, right into it, brother.
0: Uh, okay, here we go. Here's another nude, <laughs> nude, dude in the news. So, Jerry, would you like to present this one?
1: A group of Miami-Dade students are facing charges after allegedly using AI to create nude pics of classmates. Students are in some serious trouble after being accused of using AI to create inappropriate images of their classmates. Parents we spoke with tell NBC6 that two boys use AI software to superimpose their classmates' faces over fictitious naked bodies. The ordeal now leaving many of the young victims with emotional and mental scars. So Jerry, what do you think about this? I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible and as the father of daughters because that's probably gonna be the primary victim of stuff like this. It's very terrifying, right? It's, we talk, we talk to our, our kids about, you know, images and stuff you send out and even Snapchat and stuff. It doesn't go away. I don't care what your little app told you, that image will live forever, right? And we're seeing that now, whether it's uh, Justin Tudeau in his blackface Indian costume that's from like 20 years ago or anything, it, it just doesn't go away. So this is terrifying for me as, as a father of daughters uh, and AI is definitely going to make these things a lot more accessible. Uh, and what will be perceived as a joke uh, can really harm people in the future.
0: So where is it? where do you think AI is going? It, is there some obligation for the AI producers to at least embed something on there, put something on there that says this is AI? I mean, obviously, people have done this with, um, you know, they, they've altered photos for years and years I mean nothing is new on that but on this AI just makes it look a lot more real it does right I remember was it
1: three four years ago we talked about deep fakes right and now you almost can't tell the difference that's how fast it's gone in three or four years the on X there's plenty of videos that have AI imposed audio where somebody else is talking and the lips match and everything matches uh and it's completely fake so definitely 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 make sure your kids are aware of of this going on and you know talk to your kids about making sure they're not doing this as a prank because these students were arrested
0: right exactly it, it, certainly the 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 people that they did the images of are the victims fortunately the priest, police did arrest two Miami Dade students for uh, using AI to make the inappropriate images so um does it say in here how they were caught it ha- I know it happened off campus which then begats another question At what point do the schools stop being responsible for the behavior of their students when they're not in class nor at school? That's a million-dollar question, right?
1: I mean, when we were kids, bullying stopped when you got off the school bus, and now it's a 24-hour cycle.
0: So it's completely different than how it used to be. So, yes. So uh, any more thoughts on AI before we wrap up this segment? All right, Carl Sounder, please.
1: This has been
0: another Lude nude dude in the nude there
1: we go i was gonna say it's not really about a a, a new dude no, but, no, but it, it's kind of funny just
0: to play that. It, it just <laughs> I, I like hearing that sounder i mean we could do a, actually let's do a whole show of nothing but lewd nude dude sounders no matter what the topic is <laughs> <laughs> the, the next thing we're going to talk about is the indiana capital chronicle and uh and a, and a friend and a friend of the show Nikki kelly um Uh, Nikki probably would not appreciate... She probably doesn't even appreciate following the Loon Dude Dude segment. (laughs) However, here we are. So, um, Jerry. uh, Nikki Kelly, she has put out her Christmas wish list for the state of Indiana. Love to hear it. So, yeah. So... Her, her first wish, so this is in a letter to Santa that she has put out. So for those of you listening, Indiana Capitol Chronicle, they send out a, a newsletter every morning. They've got a website, do a great job of covering the statehouse. So in her letter to Santa, uh, the first thing she has asked for is a fair resolution to the water pipeline controversy. That's the first thing she asked for. That is the very first thing she it asked. Disqualifies her
1: from any further lists. Don't we have, we have bigger problems than... <laughs>
0: Come on, uh, for, let me get your thoughts first on the the water pipeline and the Leap District and nine thousand acres of farm ground going to be heavy industry. So it's
1: it's it's a touchy subject, right? Because those that need it feel like they really need it, and those that have it don't want it messed with. Yes, right. And like you said, we're talking about a lot of acreage, and a- anytime we're going in and we're disrupting that, there's always going to be other consequences. But I mean, we're literally talking about taking water from one county and giving it to another, right?
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, that, and then that begets the question, how far is too far when it comes to spreading out our nat- natural resources? Right. So, yeah, I mean, should – should water pumped out of... And does the water belong to the taxpayers of that county? Right. Does it belong to that county? Does it belong to the state? I mean, then then suddenly you look at, you know, the western states and the whole Colorado River Basin is split up amongst, what, eight states. So, you know, in theory, you could say, well, this water is in the, uh, the Wabash River Aquifer. Um, eventually, that water probably will work its way over to the Illinois border. Does Illinois have a claim to some of this water? Right. So... All right. So that was her, her first wish, uh, her second wish, a substantive governor's race with detailed plans and discussions. So, I mean, there's Mike Braun is running commercials now that's talking about, uh, you know, being tough on China and defending the border which don't really directly have anything to do with Indiana. Is she correct on saying, let's stay focused on Indiana issues? It would be really nice if we had
1: people running for governor that talked about actual issues and talked about plans and talked about things that we could see in the future as opposed to just feeling like they deserve to be
0: governor. Yes. Does this also bring up another issue of does Indiana, are we doing well enough that we just don't have any big things on the horizon? So there's nothing for them to talk about? I mean that's definitely not the case. But I think that but I
1: think a lot of those things are too touchy.
0: So Jerry so Jerry Lopez, if you were running for governor, what would your ad be? What what uh, would you, what would be the things that you'd want to accomplish? We talk about one? gas tax, we talk about property
1: tax, we talk about education, we talk about crime, we'd talk about school choice, because I think school choice is, is should be mandatory. Um, Just because you live in IPS or live in somewhere else, you shouldn't be stuck based off your area code or zip code. You should be able to go to whatever public school you want to. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think those would be my top things. And I I think that a lot of people would would go with those, right? We need to make downtown livable. Spark was beautiful until that fool won the election and then he got rid of it the next day, right? Like we had the putt-putt and we had all that stuff. And all of a sudden, Hawk Set wins, and it's gone the next day like jokes on you, voters. How, how much time did you spend down there playing it ping pong? Yeah. None. I huh. spent all my time dodging poop that was on the side of the ping pong tables.
0: <laughs> Ew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Her, uh, her next wish is a smooth election season. Says people should have a fair opportunity to vote without threats or concerns about integrity. Um, I agree. The only way to do that is with voter ID. Okay. So don't we have voter ID already? No, not We do really. in Indiana, but we not did, in the yeah. rest of the country. But, yeah, of the nationwide, country. nope. Okay, I'm kind of down with that. I mean, it's it's a simple thing, but yeah, it, it should be easy to. They make it easy to get an ID, and it's free. You should be able to say this is me when you go to vote. Yeah. I'm down with that. But you're right. I also don't think that we should be leaning on people, making them feel like they don't have the opportunity to vote. There's a happy medium in there, and I think all parties could be happy if. We all just did what we're supposed to do. Uh, her next wish, do no harm legislative session. I don't even have anything to say about that. That's, what do you mean, do no harm? To uh, who? Uh, exactly. There's a lot of people that can be harmed. You could harm taxpayers. You could harm children. You could, yeah. It
1: doesn't matter who's writing the legislation. Half the people are going to feel like they were harmed by it.
0: I like to less than <laughs> half, but yeah, you're right. There's always going to be an aggrieved party, but it, yeah. at some point- it, yeah, you can get too cute, and this has always been my complaint about super majorities to where they're making a lot of decisions in caucus behind closed doors, and sometimes I think it's good to have closer to a 50-50 split because then you really have to, to have some lively debate and weigh out the pros and cons, and I think that's how you eliminate bad bills from, from sneaking through. Uh, Next, she had continued exploration of a great state, and she's referring to uh, Governor Holcomb's recently narrated dozens of small videos highlighting Indiana attractions, history, and traditions. So uh, how often do you explore Indiana? Not very. I
1: mean, I explore Indiana not very often, but I know we have a lot of things that you can do.
0: Oh, there's a ton to do. Okay. So me and my wife, we will go out. In fact, we've got a Facebook page just called Adventures with Brad, and it's kind of started during the pandemic. Um, but it is not uncommon for us to just drive off to the far corners of the state of Indiana without a real plan or even a destination. And the jankier the road, the better. And it's amazing the cool stuff that you will find if you're just willing to go out with no intention of finding anything. So um, I think it's kind of neat that the, that the state's doing that. So kudos to you, Governor Holcomb. I know Rob Kendall's not a fan of them. However, I will be the voice of reason on this one and say, you know what? I'm glad that somebody's out there promoting the great things about the state of Indiana. You're listening to 93 WIBC with your host, Brad Klofenstein, Jared Lopez, filling in for Hammer, Hammer Nigel.